coming up on the Children's Hour, we partnered with our friends at Wellbeing Studio to create a show that's about using poetry to heal, support, and express yourself. Creating art with kids impacted by medical traumas like cancer or disability, Wellbeing Studio brings their students' work to the Children's Hour. This is an hour full of poetry. Included on this show is Ken Nesbitt, the former United States Children's Poet Laureate. There's a lot of great music on this show and a lot of fantastic poetry. The Children's Hour is a production of the Children's Hour Incorporated. We're a New Mexico nonprofit dedicated to producing high-quality kids' public radio. You can find our playlists and so much more at childrenshour.org. It's time for the Children's Hour. to an encore edition of the Children's Hour.
Soy yo is Bomba Estéreo from a CD called Amancer. And this is the Children's Hour. I am Katie Stone. And today we have a very different kind of show for you. We are working with our friends out of Fullerton, California at the Wellbeing Studio. And I'm going to let our friend introduce herself. Welcome to the Children's Hour. Hello, I'm Sharon, and I'm the director of Wellbeing Studio. We at Wellbeing Studio create art with children, teens, and families who are impacted by cancer and other severe illnesses. In today's Children's Hour, Katie invited me to share some of the art that our Wellbeing Studio friends made in the form of poetry. So you might be wondering, why is poetry art? If you're making art in order to feel better during hard times, is poetry art? Well, we think about art as a way to express emotion, and all art mediums do this. Visual art has lines, colors, shapes, textures, movements, and when you put all those together, you make a painting or a drawing or a sculpture, and it's going to convey something that tells us how we feel or gives us an idea that sparks an emotion. And music has this too with notes and chords and tempo. Well, poetry uses words to express everything. It has its own sound and form and image and rhythm, and it expresses emotions. Even with poems so small, they can fit in your pocket. So enjoy our poems today on this special episode of the Children's Hour called Pocketful of Poems. Hero, I am a hero. Hero, I am a hero. Hero, I am a hero. There is a hero inside of me. I look in the mirror, it's clear to see I see a hero standing strong It might get lonely but I've got to fight on I see a hero and I'm not afraid To say I am the hero To say I am the hero If I am a girl who dreams, let them fill my heart like helium fills a balloon, light and letting me fly high on top of a world that forgets to look up. And so what if they don't? As long as my heart floats and my mind works, my compass will steer true, hand in hand with the wind that guides me home, where my eyes sleep but my mind lies awake, dreaming of the could-bes and should-bes and how to get there. Because if I am a girl who dreams, I will never stop. I think that poetry is a powerful tool. It's a way of unscrambling the thoughts that are swirling in your head that you can never keep track of. It's a method of understanding yourself by writing whatever you feel without worrying about fitting into the rules or structure of typical paragraph writing. 
We've all grown up learning how to write five paragraph essays, but we've never learned how to capture our thoughts and feelings in words in a way where we can get to the bottom of what they really mean. I think that poetry can be positive and uplifting, giving power to people who either don't have it or don't know they have it. That's why I try to write poems that empower people, to help them understand that their lives, their stories, and their words matter too. Here's another poem that I wrote. Will you wither or will you thrive when the sun hides behind clouds? Not every flower needs full sunlight to bloom and just like a garden of colors, you can grow bright, tall, strong, even through your darkest days. From a CD called Monster in Me, that's Feelings Are Real. It's one of the many projects that has been done by Wellbeings Studio. They're our guests today on the Children's Hour and helping us co-host, sharing the projects of poetry that they've worked on this year with some of their students. And you heard one of their students, Amanda, and her poems. And before that, Diana Lynn Wallace with her hero poem. She's also a part of the studios. 
Their mission is to support kids and families as they cope with medical traumas. And Sharon has a lot more to share with us today on the Children's Hour, our show that we're calling Pocketful of Poems. Hi, this is Sharon again, the director of Wellbeing Studio. And I bet you're, some of you are wondering, why do we write poetry? I mean, what does it do for us? And should I pick up a pen or pencil and write some of my own? Well, I wanted to share my story with you about why I started to write poetry. When I was diagnosed with cancer a few years ago, I wrote a lot. I wrote while I sat in the chair at the hospital and received my cancer treatment medicine. I wrote on paper while resting on the couch when I got home from the hospital. I wrote in my head while I was walking and looking at the world when I felt better in between treatments. Every time I wrote poetry, I heard myself. I got to see my voice in the words that I wrote with my pencil. I created a shape to all the feelings and difficult experiences that I was having when I was sick. I created a way for my body to push it all out into little pocketfuls of words and stories. And I had found in poetry a way to help myself heal. As I laughed and I cried and I smiled through all the poems that I wrote. When the world turned its back on me, I was up against the wall. I had no foundation, no friends or no family to catch my fall. Running on empty, was nothing left in me but doubt. I picked up a pen and I wrote my way I picked out. up the pen like Hamilton, street analyst. Now I write words to try to channel them. No political power, just lyrical power. Sitting on a crate on the corner, sipping for hours. Scheming on a come up from evening to sun up. My man awaiting trial. Misdemeanors were younger. Courtroom prejudice, insufficient evidence. Jailhouse lawyers, these images still relevant. Flickering light inside my project hall. Sickening the mice crawl all night long. In 87 Reaganism, many pages I've written on. Writing songs about rights and wrongs and bells, bonds. Master bedroom, bigger than the crib that I was raised at. I'm the architect, like I wrote the code, the ways app. I'm driven. Black Elohim from the streets of Queens The definition of what it was written means Know what I mean I wrote my way out Oh, I was born in the eye of the storm No loving arms to keep me warm This hurricane in my brain is the burden I bear I can do without I'm here Cause I wrote my way out Picked up the pen like Hamilton I wrote my way out of the black Hi, my name is Grace Weather, and I'm a 19-year-old brain tumor survivor. My journey began six years ago when I was diagnosed with a brainstem glioma. Because of location, it was inoperable, and chemotherapy and radiation had a very slim chance of working. These type of tumors usually have an 8% chance of survival for six months. That was the day I began reevaluating my life and attempting to live every single day to the fullest. I started writing about my story to share my experiences with the people around me, but suddenly realized how important and helpful poetry and words could really be. Poetry is an incredible tool. It allows a writer to describe events in immense detail, to the point where they almost become a painting. 
Then this painting is observed by a reader, and this reader can experience tales beyond their wildest imagination, events that they may never encounter in their own lives. The poem you're about to hear is a poem that I wrote and performed for the Gildas Club of Twin Cities. I was challenged by them to write a letter directly to cancer. This is After the Tone. Please don't leave a message. Dear Cancer, I never thought I would know your name. In the land of my childhood, you would quickly become a celebrity, whispered about around every corner, documented for the most mundane doings. I never thought, not in a million years, that you would make a pit stop to visit my family on your road trip of havoc. I would watch you infiltrate your way into my mind and brain, an uninvited guest, an unwanted roommate. Why me? I asked. I had to ask as your long-term stay in Hotel Grace never made much sense to me, or the doctors. I was once told that you were lighting my brain on fire. With a flick of your dainty wrist, you would strike your match and ignite a flame, an explosion erupting all the way to the sky, shaking the walls and the ceilings. Dear Cancer, you dug yourself a grave buried yourself deep down, too far down to be reached by the metal scalpel of a surgeon or by the clear drips of a medication. Coward. Why don't you settle on the surface and fight a battle if they're as strong as you say you are? It's been four years since we were first introduced to each other. Well, since I was introduced to you. I'm unsure of how long you were lurking in the shadows, stalking me, waiting for me to notice the small offerings left on the outside of my body, your home. You moved in quite quickly. However, ever since, you've been very civil and abiding, paying your rent on time, sitting quietly and still. No noise complaints from your neighbors so far. However, please know you are not wanted here. You've been served an eviction notice. Please remove all belongings. Dear Cancer, I've read about your ways from many different books, viewed you from many different angles, seen your work on many different patients. I've sat back quietly and watched you melt the hair off of my friends, watched you stitch up their shattered skulls with precision, watched you take them on vacations far, far away, watched them fly, you, their co-pilot. No one can quite figure out your personality. Quite shy in many situations, but often boisterous and loud around company, jumping around like a hot potato or it in the game of tag. You have no path, you have no specific traits. You change daily, waking up with a new identity, camouflaging your true intentions you put on your crimson mask. Sometimes you leave early, but sometimes you're the very last one at the party. Your pattern is unpredictable. Dear Cancer, I don't know why you felt the need to make me become your best friend, why you felt the need to be a part of my story. You locked a friendship bracelet around my wrist and threw away the key. As love-hate as our relationship is, I'm glad you decided to knock on my door that cold January night so long ago. To say hello, 
to force me to grow and to learn that I am way stronger than you will ever be. The Children's Hour is produced by the Children's Hour Incorporated, an educational nonprofit based in Albuquerque, New Mexico. We're listener supported at childrenshour.org. Support for the Children's Hour is provided by the New Mexico Museum of Natural History and Science, announcing Chocolate, the Exhibition, a multimedia science exhibit that engages the senses and traces the evolution of chocolate from a small bitter seed to the delicacy it is today. The exhibit runs through March 2023. More info at nmnaturalhistory.org. Support for the Children's Hour provided by Electric Playhouse, an immersive entertainment and events center in Albuquerque, New Mexico. The Playhouse is open. You can purchase tickets, learn about events, play, and other opportunities, including future locations and music shows, at electricplayhouse.com. Chase the fear from my head. 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 I think it's coming around Could be the air that I breathe Or the stuff in the ground What I get at the store On the one and I read It's allowed by the law But it's not what I need It is not what I need It is not what I need Nah, it's not what I need Something aside, wanna run when I hide. I've been good on my life. I for something aside. It's so hard to believe, but I have to believe. Gotta face on my fears. Use every trick of my sleep. Use every trick of my sleep. Trick of my sleep. Use every trick of my sleep. All the friends in my world, all the tools in my shed. Help me hold on to life. Chase the fear from my head. Take, take a, a test, test, take a scan, learn every word I can. Alone in the room, someone please, please hold my, my hand. hand. Needles and rays fill my life on my days. Next is a knife that will make me okay. There's hope in the air. Can I smile? Can I dare? It wasn't success. Can I regrow my hair? I feel something inside. Wanna run with a hot. I've been good all my life. I feel something inside. All the friends in my world. the fear from my head chase 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 the fear from Something Inside is a song from the Little Green Monster Project. The CD is Monster in Me. That is produced by our guests today on the Children's Hour, which are the folks from Wellbeings Studio. Before the break, you heard Grace Weather and her letter to cancer, part of the Wellbeings Project, and the Hamilton mixtape had a whole lot of good people on it with Rope My Way Out. 
in a radio edit for the Children's Hour. You're listening to the Children's Hour. Our guests today are the Wellbeing Studio folks. And the purpose of their organization is to support kids and families who are dealing with health trauma, like cancer or some hospitalizations or disability. Sharon Francis is the executive director of Wellbeing's Studio. And you are a poet in and of your own right, Sharon. And so I'd love to hear a little poem from you and maybe the backstory. You heard from me talk about why I like to write poetry and how it helped me during cancer. One way that I like to write poetry is in my head while I'm walking. So I wrote this poem while I was walking in the hills and looking at all the birds. Witch bird. Up in the sky, the crow flies, heavy black wings, a caw sounding through silence. It knows the world. Across the garden, the hummingbird spins rapid streaks of color, its buzz casting spells by the second. It knows magic. On the tallest treetops, a wild bird sits, gleaming green with dancing claws that laugh at capture. It knows escape. In the curved tiles of the roof, a house bird chirps proudly, grasses, fluff, and leaves stuffed inside the eaves, preparing a nest. It knows family. We play this game, which bird is your favorite? But I cannot choose between the world, magic, escape, and family. Each holds a little part of me. Each one tells me something about myself. A little bit of spirit flying here and there beyond my reach. I stamp my foot during life's game. I won't choose. Then another bird swoops past my face and lands in my heart. So they robbed the corn store. 
song of his happiness and the song woke his heart to the darkness and sadness and joy dark was growing so he began to hear the pond frogs all calling on his ear they were calling on his ear they were calling on his ear with Day after day, I come here and sit. I think about life while I draw and I knit. My body needs help. I feel so alone in the hospital room. I want to be home. Is this who I am? What else can I do? I miss all my friends. Do you know I love you? Emotions add meaning. It's more than a fact. I have to allow myself to react. I feel I've got something special to give. I don't want to wait till I'm better to live. I think of the things I want to enjoy and learn how to find my own scoop of joy. Well, I'm sitting here in silence, sending people smiles and realizing when we send out love, it keeps on rising. So I choose to close my eyelids to send positive vibes and to every living being from the ocean to the skies. And as I look at all the crisis, I realize that I just can send my love and prayers and forgive all of my rivals. To me, this is all priceless to transform all the violence through sacrifice and trying, sitting on this cushion silent. May all beings be happy, peaceful and nonviolent. May not one being suffer in the mind, even the tyrants. May all souls find alignment with their hands, their hearts and minds. And may all of us keep walking from ignorance to be wiser like. Ooh, I'm sending prayers out. 
by Phoenix, seven-year-old warrior battling sickle cell anemia. Rap music is rebellious. It beat beats. It tastes like a solid gold necklace. You bop, bounce, and dance. Dance to the beat, sometimes on the street. People come together and sing. Rap helps you feel happy, excited, like power. Rap makes you feel connected. Rock chemistry. Maintains to make melodies for MCs, motivates to breaks them everlasting. I can go on for days and days with rhyme displays that engrave deep as X-rays. I can take a phrase that's rarely heard, flip it, now it's a daily word. I can get iller than armor, kill and bomb, but no alarm. Rock Kimmel, remain calm. Self-esteem make me super superb and supreme before a microphone. Still I fiend. This was a tape. I wasn't supposed to break. I was supposed to wait, but let's motivate. I want to see them keep following and swallowing, taking the making, biting and falling. Rubbers try and others die to get the formula But I'ma let you sweat, you still ain't warm You a step away from frozen, stiff as if you're posing Dig into my brain as the rhyme gets chosen So follow me, I you're thinking you were first Let's travel at magnificent speeds around the universe What could you say as the earth gets further and further away Planets are small, the balls of clay A strand to the Milky Way Worlds out of sight, far as the eye can see Not even a satellite Now stop and turn around and look As you stand in the darkness, your knowledge took so keep staring soon, you suddenly see a star You better follow it, cause it's the all This is a lesson, if you're guessing it, if you're following Hurry, hurry, step right up and keep following the leader Follow the leader, I can Driving towards you, red lights, blue, purple, green, and black paint job. It rumbles aggressively. It's a monster truck. Taste the dirt in the air. Smells like gasoline. Smoke and exhaust. Dust. The ground shakes. It's heavy. I am excited, waiting for something. Anticipation. Monster truck. Monster truck. Monster truck. Monster truck. Monster truck, monster truck. Oh yeah! Come on. Brown by Ryder, seven-year-old super sibling to a warrior with sickle cell anemia. Brown growls like a bear. Brown sounds like the wood. Feels like soft fur or a chicken with feathers. Brown smells like chocolate, but I'm not going to say chocolate. That's too basic. It tastes like Reese's. Brown is the color of skin, like my wiggling fingers. Brown is the hands that painted this painting. Now, now what do you want to say? Look at your reflection. Do you feel the flex of your kin? See their smile on your lips? Hear their voice in your chest? You see that light in your skin? Sun-kissed melanin. Do you feel that affection? Do you feel that complexion? Your excellence? Your light is grand. You are like the wind. More like the sand. Pure African. History grand. Victory win. Infinite jazz. Some need to tan. 
Some burning skin, sunbeam demand Photosynthesis, real like a plant Sunlight within, we like I'm in rotten the flesh Are you comfortable in your own skin? Yes Comfortable in your own skin? Yes. Are you comfortable in your own, comfortable in your own, comfortable in your own skin? Yes Comfortable in your own skin? Comfortable in your own skin? Are you comfortable in your own skin? Comfortable in your own skin? You are wonderful And the future is black, 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 black Egypt, your ancestors were genius. Modern scientists still can't figure out what they dreamed into being, and you were their wildest dream. Sun kissing your beaming, they look at you and they're squinting. Your brilliance is offending, their empire is ending, your ancestors ascending. Cause you got next and we lifted, you young black and we gifted. The vibration has shifted, we boiled it and they missed it. You're powerful, you're worthy, you're ancient, otherworldly. Let go of your insecurity, you're protected eternally. Your legacy is awesome, you're gorgeous, you're cosmic, you're everything. I promise you that anything is possible when you're comfortable in your own skin. Comfortable in your own skin. Are you comfortable in your own, comfortable in your own, comfortable in your own skin? Comfortable in your own skin. Comfortable in your own skin. Are you comfortable in your own skin? Comfortable. You are wonderful and the future is black. on the title track from his Black to the Future right here on the Children's Hour. You heard Leilana and Gabriella. They have been reading poems from the Cali Kids Medical Foundation. That's a nonprofit out of San Diego, California, that works with kids and families when a child is hospitalized. And they worked with Wellbeing's studio. They are with us today on the show talking poetry and kids and how poetry is used not only just to express ourselves, but even to heal ourselves. Find lots of links and more information on our episode page. This episode's called A Pocket Full of Poems. Listening to the Children's Hour, Kids Public Radio. We'll be right back. 
The Children's Hour radio show is an independent production of The Children's Hour Incorporated, a New Mexico nonprofit. Support for The Children's Hour provided by United Way of Central New Mexico. The Children's Hour is supported in part by an award from New Mexico Arts, a division of the New Mexico Department of Cultural Affairs, and the National Endowment for the Arts. Support for the Children's Hour is also provided by the City of Albuquerque's Cultural Services Department and the Urban Enhancement Trust Fund. Support for the Children's Hour is provided by Token Ibis, a nonprofit making philanthropy accessible to everyone. To sign up, go to tokenibis.org. Aloha, my name is Kathy Higa, and I am of part Hawaiian descent, and I grew up on the island of Oahu in a little town called Kailua. When I was a little girl, I remember we used to go to my Auntie Malia's house, and often we would go to pick plumeria flowers to make lays. And I remember my mother always said, whenever we go to pick the flowers, never take too many flowers off each tree. But as our care and love for the earth, we will never take all the flowers off the tree. Uh, also, when we went to the forest to pick ferns to make headlays, which are called lay poos, we would also only pick ferns sparingly, um, not to leave any bare areas on the hillside or in the forest. You want to pick around a greater area so that the land still looks really beautiful. And I learned that this is kind of called sacred reciprocity, where you are so grateful for all that the earth bestows on you, and that we are so grateful for all that earth bestows on us that we always give back to it. And as our own children grew older and our family went to visit Hawaii, we would volunteer to work in something called the lo'i. And the lo'i is a taro patch where we would weed the taro patch or we would help to carry rocks to make retaining walls for the taro patch to retain the water. This is a way that you give back to the land and it's called giving back to the aina. So it's really important that we, in our ohana or in our family, that we are always grateful and that we are also always thankful for all that the earth gives to us. The fertile soil, the beautiful air, the beautiful water, fruits, the trees. It's always something very, very important. I'm going to sing a song now and play the ukulele, uh, a song that I used to sing with my family as a little girl. We would sing in the garage. My father would play the ukulele and we would play this song. But it is one of our family's favorites. My mom loves to dance the hula to it. And um, I've taught it to my own children, and I'm going to get ready to teach it to my 18-month-old granddaughter. And the name of the song is called Pearly Shells. It goes like this. Pearly Shells Monster Poem, written by Calicus Medical Foundation Warriors, ages 6 through 11, with poet Ken Nisbet. My monster is ginormous, my monster is green. It's spiky and it's scaly, but my monster isn't mean. My monster likes to help, he cares a whole lot. 
My monster has healing powers. He might be kind of stinky because he doesn't like showers. My monster is kind of silly. My monster likes to play. That's a good description of my monster made of clay. Today on the Children's Hour, we're going into our pockets full of poems. And we're listening to poems by kids who have experienced trauma medically somehow, either themselves or with their families. And they've worked with Wellbeing's studios out of Fullerton, California. One of the kids they worked with was Yazin. Here's his poem. Dark fish, shark fish, swim fish, swim tip, sharp teeth, fish eat, ocean wish, fin swish, open mouth, swim south. The Beach by Leon, six-year-old cancer warrior, fighting neuroblastoma. The Beach. The Beach makes me feel happy. Building sand castles. Playing games in the sand. The sand is stackable. You can pick it up and move it in pieces and stacks. The Beach sounds smooth. You hear whoosh, woo, like pushing smooth waves. The Beach tastes like salt strong salty rain from waves the beach feels relaxing it shouts i am a wave maker once i went to the beach and i dug a really really deep hole tunneled all the way under the sea to the other side once i went to the beach and i brought a ball to kick around and i kicked it so far i traveled to the stars and stayed I went to the beach and I built a castle in the sand and it grew so tall way up into the clouds and all around the world a hundred million times until it came back to me. Hi, this is Ken Nesbitt, former U.S. Children's Poet Laureate. And poetry has always been a big part of my life ever since I was a young child. My parents used to read many, many books to me and my brothers. And my father had memorized a lot of poems, especially narrative poems, story poems, uh, poems like Edgar Allan Poe's The Raven or... The Cremation of Sam McGee by Robert Service, these long narrative poems. And he would recite these poems to us as children, and I just loved listening to them. In fact, I loved listening to these poems so much that as I got a little older, when I was in middle school, I used to go to the library on my own after school to look for books with more poems that I could read and even memorize myself. Now, because of this, I have come to believe that Poetry is very important to childhood literacy. I believe that if parents read to their children, and especially read fun, engaging poetry, that their children will become lifelong readers and maybe even writers themselves, as happened to me. I have a poem I'd like to share with you today. This is from my book, When the Teacher Isn't Looking, and it is called Good Morning, Dear students, 
Good morning, dear students, the principal said. Please put down your pencils and go back to bed. Today, we will spend the day playing outside. Then take the whole school on a carnival ride. We'll learn to eat candy while watching TV, then listen to records and swing from a tree. We'll also be learning to draw on the walls, to scream in the classrooms, and run in the halls. So, bring in your skateboard, your scooter, your bike. It's time to be different and do what you like. The teachers are going to give you a rest. You don't have to study. There won't be a test. And if you prefer for a bit of a change, feel free to go wild and act really strange. Go put on a clown suit and dye your hair green and copy your face on the Xerox machine. Tomorrow, it's back to the regular grind. Today, just go crazy. We really don't mind. So, tear up your homework. We'll give you an A. Oh wait, I'm just kidding. It's April Fool's Day. Crazy Daisy doesn't phase me, but Harry Cherry, very scary. Oh no, oh no. Jack got sick, but Jill felt chipper. Oh no! told you once, I've told you a million times, you can't sing Lee. Watch me, I'm a trooper, super duper, my trunk and punk and will leave you something. Oh no! has this immense power of healing. It's a real force. It can affect all generations and it can help people heal loss, talk about love, things from the subconscious that are so hard to express with normal words. In poetry, you can really go inside the mind, the inner workings of the mind, the ideas, the love, the hate, the, the things that we don't usually say. And it can also illuminate parts of the life of the reader that are connecting to the writer through a shared experience. Here is an example of a five-year-old sharing a poem about a little hen that laid an egg. And from that egg came out 
a beautiful chicken that was very small and it was yellow as the sun. <laughs> Un pollito amarillito. Pues una gallina. Un huevo chiquito. Y nació un pollito. Toda amarillito. Como una bolita. De suave algodón. El pollito era. Del color del sol. This poetry example allows children to connect to images that are related to the objects or to the characters even. If the little chicken is yellow, she could create a metaphor to connect it with the color of the sun. Un pollito amarillito puso la gallina, un huevito chiquito y nació un pollito, todo amarillito, como una bolita de suave algodón. El pollito era del color del sol. This is Mariana Iranzi from her Hola, Hello CD. And you heard Tessie from the Wellbeings studio with the power of poetry. And Crazy Daisy was Chris Lingon from The Bottle Let Me Down. We had lots of great music on the show today. You can see a complete playlist at childrenshour.org. Look for this episode page, A Pocket Full of Poems. And there you can find all kinds of links to so many things you've heard about today, including our guests, Sharon from Wellbeings Studio. And you can learn more about them at wellbeings.org. 
studio. Sharon, thank you so much for being with us and our listeners on the Children's Hour today. It was really great. Thank you so much, Katie. We at Wellbeing Studio love to be with you. We're going to go out with one more from Monster and Me. That's a project that was done by Wellbeing's studio with the Little Green Monster Project. This is Believe in Me, right here on the Children's Hour. I'm Katie Stone. We'll catch you next time. We record our shows at the Sunspot Solar Studio in Albuquerque, New Mexico, with help from all of us on the Kids Crew. Find lots of information about us at childrenshour.org. Many thanks to Sharon Francis and friends from Wellbeing's Studio for being with us on the show today. Our podcast can be found wherever you get your podcast, or at patreon.com slash thechildrenshour. Or ask your smart speaker to play the Children's Hour podcast. We post our photos and more on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Find us at TCH Radio. Our theme music is written by C.K. Barlow. The Children's Hour is distributed by the Children's Hour Incorporated and the Public Radio Exchange, PRX, and the Pacifica Radio Network. Thanks for listening to the Children's Hour, Kids Public Radio.